Welcome to the new edition of the Peach Pit. My name is Jason Longshore, one of the managing editors at DirtySouthSoccer.com. And some breaking news this afternoon about Atlanta United potentially trading for Chicago Fire goalkeeper Sean Johnson. Not a huge shock. Um, if you've been listening to the Peachtree Post, this is something that I've mentioned uh, fairly often since Aaron Hyde, Atlanta United's goalkeeper coach, was announced. Hyde was the goalkeeper coach for the Fire from 2010 to 2015, which is the entire run of Sean Johnson's career in addition to this year. So when when Hyde was announced, I thought it signaled an intent to, to go get Sean Johnson, and that's what could be happening. Um, keep in mind, the trade window for MLS will not open until December 11th. That's the magical three-hour trade window that we've talked about a good bit where we expect quite a few things to happen. So this could be one. Um, MLSsoccer.com, Sam Stegcall uh, reported this just a little bit ago. Doug Roberson and us at Dirty South have also reported on it. Um, looks like the move is going to happen in that window, and it looks like it's going to be general allocation money being sent to the fire. No idea how much, and we probably will never know. So Sean Johnson, good move, bad move. Let's get into some of the details on Sean for you guys who don't know. He is originally from Lilburn, uh, played with the GSA uh, Youth Club, played at Brookwood High School. Um, he also played in the local Caribbean League, um, which is where he really first started to gain some acclaim. Played for the Atlanta Blackhawks uh, PDL team while he was at the University of Central Florida. Uh, one little known fact about Johnson, he played forward for Brookwood High School. Um, he didn't play in goal. Um, played goalkeeper with his, you know, youth club and that was, you know, where his best position was. But, uh, I, I can't remember all the details. If I remember right, the Brookwood coach, you know, Johnson was in and out cause he was playing with ODP teams and, and high level youth teams. So he'd be, he'd be in and out of the lineup for the, the high school team. And he was good forward, um, scored quite a few goals. So the coach said, let's just use him here so we can build around a goalkeeper who will be here the whole time. So there's your, your little bit of Sean Johnson trivia you might not know. Uh, was drafted by Chicago in 2010. He's been there ever since. He's played 176 games with the Fire, given up 249 goals, uh, 552 saves, record of 58 wins, 63 losses, 55 draws. You can tell that the Fire have not been very good in Johnson's tenure. And if you ask most Chicago experts, they wouldn't put that down to Johnson. Uh, there just hasn't been much talent in Chicago. I've talked about it a lot on the Peachtree Post about how if there's a franchise in MLS that is more frustrating than the Chicago Fire, point them out because I don't know who it is. Uh, Sean's only played in one playoff game in his career there. They made it to the knockout round in 2012 and lost to Houston, I believe, in the first game. Uh, this past season, he had a new manager, new goalkeeper coach for the first time, and he split time with Matt Lampson. And according to our friends over at Hot Time in Old Town, the Chicago Fire SB Nation blog, you know, the new manager, Velko Ponovich, made it clear that he was not sure about Johnson's distribution and ability to play out of the back with his feet. And that was something that 
he was prioritizing and felt that Lampson could do a better job. They traded the job pretty much all season. Uh, Johnson would have it for a few games. Lampson would have it for a few games. Johnson was also coming off of a shoulder injury that uh, cost him some games in 2015 late in the season and opened the door for Matt Lampson. Another reason why Chicago could be looking to make this move, um, according to the guys at Hot Time in Old Town, is that it looks like Chicago's going to play kind of a money ball game with the goalkeeping position, which a lot of teams do in this league. You start to look at goalkeeper salaries, and you see quite a few starting goalkeepers on the cheaper side of the salary scale in MLS. Uh one reason for that is there's not a huge amount of difference once you get past really the top eight goalkeepers in the league. Uh, once you get past that, there's a lot of similarity between the next 10. So if Chicago feels like they can spend a good bit less at goalkeeper but get close to the same performance, then they're going to make that move. I don't know if it's a smart move, to be honest. I think Chicago's had a lot of problems with the talent in front of Johnson, and that's one reason his record is not you know, as stellar as probably it should be for his talent. I think he's a goalkeeper in the top half of the league in talent. I think he's potentially in that top eight goalkeepers in the league. When you start looking at the elites in the league, you're talking about you know, Nick Raimondo has been doing it forever. You're talking about Tim Howard, who just came back to Colorado. You're talking about Luis Robles at the Red Bulls, uh, Bill Hamid with DC United, Andre Blake with Philadelphia, and Bingham in San Jose has kind of stepped up into this level in the past year or so. I think Evan Bush in Montreal is getting close. David Usted, who's who's making a big salary at Vancouver, is, is in that conversation. Uh, Joe Bendick is starting to get into that conversation. But beyond that, there's a lot of similarity. I think Johnson is ahead of the middle pack, but not in that elite group right now. I think he has the talent to get to that elite group again, which is where he was previously. This is a guy who had five national team caps, was seen as one of the futures, future players in the position, and never really got past the January camp stage. He... He had a poor run with the Olympic qualifying team in 2012 that was coached by Caleb Porter. Um, had some mistakes there that a lot of people consistently cite when they talk about Johnson. Um, when you look at what he brings to the table, he is a great shot stopper. I think he's one of the best shot stoppers in the league. Uh, very quick. Uh, his positioning is one of his weaknesses along with that distribution uh, issue that Velko Ponovich has, has mentioned in Chicago. He needs some stability in front of him more than anything. And that was something he never got in Chicago. And that was even more glaring this year where they were constantly rotating the back line in front of him. And as a goalkeeper, you need a constant defense in front of you to start to build some cohesion, build some confidence. And, you know, the the hot time in Old Town guys have mentioned how Johnson was starting to become a leader in that squad. And when you're constantly having upheaval in front of you, it can affect that. So at 27 years old, I think it's time for, for Johnson's career to move on from Chicago. And it appears that he will be moving on to Atlanta United. I'd love to hear your thoughts on if you think this is a good deal, bad deal, um, or maybe the jury's still out on it. 
You can tweet me at Longshoe. You can also catch uh, tomorrow morning's Peachtree Post where Jarrett Smith and I will get into this a little deeper. A couple more numbers to keep in mind as you consider if this is a good deal or a bad deal. Johnson's salary in 2016 was $253,000, which would put him, don't have the ranking of goalkeepers in the league, but it would put him in that, that upper echelon that we've talked about, the top you know, eight goalkeepers in the league in pay. Johnson's probably top five, I believe. I might be off on that. Um, his option was just picked up, and we don't know what his option year salary will be. So there could be a raise there. When you look at how many games he's played and how long he's been in the league, that's not really a shock. Um, it's kind of how salary cap leagues go. You keep you know, getting raises as you keep performing well, and you keep a job, and it escalates. Chicago feels like, well, we're not at a stage where we can pay our goalkeeper to do this. And Atlanta United needs a starting goalkeeper day one. He's a local product, so you have that story to tell. It makes a lot of sense. And for me, once Aaron Hyde was hired as the goalkeeper coach, it became pretty obvious that that this would be a possibility. And getting him in that trade window ahead of the expansion draft just checks a box off of building the squad. You don't have to reach for a goalkeeper in that draft. And I know we've talked about Zach McMath for a long time being the guy that will be the number one goalkeeper available. Don't think many people considered Sean Johnson being available in this offseason. Now that he is, he has performed better and over a longer period of time than McMath. I think he still has room to grow as a goalkeeper. He's 27, which is not old for goalkeepers. And he's still got the athleticism. If he can improve his positioning, if he can improve his distribution out of the back a little bit more, and if he can get some consistency, I think that's the biggest thing. And Chicago has just been such a mess over the last few years. I think you'll see an improvement in Sean Johnson anywhere when he's out of that situation. And I think you'll definitely see it here when he's at home and in a very comfortable situation for him. I think you could see the best of Sean Johnson moving forward. Um, As anything though, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see what's, what's put in place around Johnson moving forward. And that's what we're going to start to to figure out as we get into the next couple weeks with the expansion draft and re-entry draft and waiver draft and all of that. So let me know what you guys think. Again, my Twitter's at Longshoe. Also tweet us at Peachtree underscore post. And check out our new edition of The Post tomorrow morning where we'll get deeper into this uh, MLS playoffs with the the epic Toronto-Montreal game last night and start to look ahead at expansion draft and free agency and some of the players that we think might be available. So check us out tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening as always, and I'll see you guys next time.